Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Lonnie. Sine. What's the difference between a fad and a trend? Okay, I'm not an expert in anything. However, I think that a trend is a is like something that becomes popular for a little bit of time and it's a good thing usually right a fad i believe is more like a very short thing that becomes popular and is kind of looked back on in a negative light right, right? so fad is negative trend is positive kind of i think a trend lasts for a while but yeah. if you remove the connotations, are they not just the same thing? No, well, I don't. I well, if you remove connotations, anything, I think you could say that connotations are inherent in what it is. But also, it's the time period as well. I generally think fads are like quick things, aren't they? Can a trend become a fad in the past? Maybe I think. Like, could a current trend? Well, just look at like fashion sort of thing. Could be a trend to like, um, I don't know, what are some trends in the 70s wearing like flared jeans and stuff? Maybe that's looked back on now as a bit of a fad, but back in those days it was a trend. But what know? happens when fads come back into trends? What if it was a trend, a fad, and then a trend again? That's a, that's a big question, Sine. Like people are wearing chokers like in the 90s, right? Surely that became a fad after the 90s because no one wore them. But now it's becoming trendy again. Well, maybe, well, maybe it's just a, a trend that comes in and out. Maybe it doesn't go through the fad stage. Maybe it never was a fad. We've said fad so much. It doesn't sound like a real word anymore. It sounds like a naughty word. Fad. 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 <laughs> a turn hot. Hello there. <laughs> This will make sense in a second. My name's Lonnie. I'm doing the podcast that I do with my girlfriend, Sine. She's here. Hello. I'm sorry about him. For the podcast or just in, in life? Just in life. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. This week we've seen Hacksaw Ridge, which is why I said the thing at the beginning, remember? Yeah. Funny, right? Hilarious. <laughs> it's the new war film directed by Mel Gibson. Um, before we get to that, we've had a bad day recently. We have. A bad day at North Lakes, which is surprising because North Lakes Shopping Centre, all we've already talked about in this <laughs> show, <laughs> food courts, grocery shopping. Buses. <laughs> the shopping centre at North Lakes, north of Brisbane. It's it's one of our favourite places because we used to go there all the time. It was nice memories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Recently, it's bloody expanded. There's an Ikea next to the shopping centre. Looking can walk through to Ikea from the shops. Crazy. It it used to be our little little North Lakes, you know? Our ours. Little, our little local thing that just had one target, didn't even have a Kmart. A target and a big W is all it boasted. We used to go there for dinner 
and the only place open for dinner was Guzman and Gomez, which is why we went there. <laughs> but <laughs> it used to be just us there at night time. Mm-hmm. The food court was empty. It was you and me, Sine. That's right. Now there's a whole open area with like grilled and all the other restaurants, like a um, urban dining, I think they call it. There's like a whole new section. It's just like, it's like watching an old person, an old friend of yours change, you know? We went there last weekend because we were in the area. It's not very close where we live now. But it was the opening weekend for all these new things. So everybody, man, and his dog was there. It was the busiest. It was busier than bloody Boxing Day sales. It was chockers, wasn't it? So busy. And every single person had either a pram or a trolley. I've got nothing against people who have kids. That's your choice, whatever, right? But what is it that when you get a pram in your hands, you lose all sense of um, behaviour, etiquette, being nice to other people? They lose all morals. I got stuck between a lady with a trolley and a guy with a pram (laughs) because a lady with the trolley turned sideways at the front of a store to ask the person at the front where something was and there was a guy behind me with the pram and he's like, "Um, excuse me, to me. I'm like, where do you want me to go? Did you want me to just dissipate into thin air? I literally had nowhere to go, mate. And that woman with the pram was asking the security guard. The trolley. She had a trolley. The man with the pram. The woman with the trolley. Okay, so, sorry, I don't, I don't know who it was. I was, I was, I got Ray. I, I was running <laughs> to the store, ran away from you. Every man for himself. <laughs> yes, the question you said was to the security guard, do you know where things are around here? She was literally asking, like, where things were. And the security person was like, rightly so, well, what are you looking for? It's not the sort of place you have the conversation. No. Block the entrance. I, I never, like, used a pram <laughs> since I was in one <laughs> back in the day. But do you have to walk, like, five abreast? See, what happens? Are you an asshole before you get a pram or does getting a pram make you an asshole? I don't know. Like, I understand you just don't. You don't want to rush around because you've got a little baby and stuff. Totally mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But don't make it impossible. Don't have, like, your other three kids holding on to oh. you each so no one can get around. Or don't have a pram with one kid in it and then have another kid just running around getting in everyone's way. Hold the kid's hand. Yeah. Make sure the kid's safe. That one kid almost ran into me because he was just running around. Yeah. And trolleys, right? Everyone uses trolleys. It shouldn't be a surprise you've got a trolley and you've got to walk around stuff, right? No. What about the guy that almost tripped me because he put his feet out? He was sitting on the um, seats yeah. that were like oh. in the middle of the thing. He was just getting comfy, stretched his feet out. I literally had to like do a little jump over them because he didn't trip me. You're not at home in the lounge. It's true. God. It really put us off. It, we, I was. Did you feel claustrophobic walking around? Yes, I felt so anxious. Like I just needed to get out of there. It was awful. If that's what it's like now, imagine what it's going to be like after Christmas. God. I, I, that's why I don't go to Christmas sales and stuff. If I want to go to do our shops, do our shopping Christmas at like 11 o'clock when they're open all night, <laughs> be so nice. Although, maybe they are crazy then. Well, I think they'd be crazier then because it's all the last minute people rushing around to get their presents. I've actually got a plan for Christmas for us. Do you really? You know there's an op shop just down the road? Yes. Do you reckon we could buy everyone's presents from there? <laughs> be a lot easier. Be cheap. Helping charity. <laughs> it's true. I hope everyone wants... Um, Old jeans. 
<laughs> some old jeans and a second man book and a spoon <laughs> <laughs> so we we like explored as much as we could in this bloody tide of humanity that was walking around before we escaped to our safe place of Guzman and Gomez for lunch and that's where we bloody and met encountered the guy with the, the thongs off you remember from two episodes ago keen listeners <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> so that happened we decided to get some um snacks beforehand some chocolates I need a little sweet something after I have a main meal it's a necessary thing and there was one of those little like sweet confectionery things where you like scoop little bits into a thing and then pay for your weight. They're very deceptive because you just get a, a few of each thing and the next minute you're paying a lot of money for some chocolates. They don't go off though, I guess, which is good. Well, they do. Well, well I guess they got a lot of sugar in them. It'll yeah, take a while. They'll be a little while. But yes, and I um, bought her own weight in chocolate. I did not. And just quickly, everybody, Sinead hates Jaffa's. What's that about? Jaffas are amazing. Um, Lonnie likes Jaffas, everyone. Four years into our relationship, this has never come up. I cannot believe you like Jaffas. I can't believe you're a Jaffa hater. I can't believe my mum loves Jaffas. I hate them with a passion. Oh, so you hate me and your mum, do you? (laughs) God, it's all coming out now, Sam. I can't believe this hasn't come up in our relationship yet. You don't strike me as a person who likes Jaffas. They're fine. I'm not going to go. You get a chocolate milkshake everywhere we go. You like original chips. You're bloody. <laughs> I don't like original chips. You like steak and mashed potato. What original chips are you talking about? <laughs> the salt flavor ones. I'm just ones. saying. They're gross. You're very, <laughs> you're very like straight down the middle. Nothing too fancy. Oh, so I'm boring. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> but you like. Jaffers, the most disgusting thing in the world. They're like orange and sour and gross. What is interesting about this though is that Sinead didn't voice her concern at first. She let them get let me get them and then just stewed in it all afternoon until finally it came out that night. I don't want to tell you what you can and can't buy. I just want you to know that it was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the problem was because we they were in a bag. Your Jaffas make everything taste like Jaffas. Now everything has a weird Jaffa flavour. The freckles are nice, aren't they? The freckles are delicious when they don't taste taste like Jaffas. Sorry. No, you're not. You're going to go get Jaffas again. You haven't learned your lesson. (laughs) Yes, the candy store. Anyway, it's very poorly organised. You have to go down one side of the place, one side of the the room, I guess. It's just one room, isn't it? Like Mm. the store. To get your little... um, Things the way into the help me out here <laughs> to get the sweets the that you want to buy. Yeah, the scooping way sort of thing, right? Yeah. But if you're right down the end, you can't get out again because of where the counter is. Yeah, that's so true. You have we, to kind of wait for everyone and else. Some and someone had a bloody pram in there. Oh, so they're had, all so pushy. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to get that, and it's above that person's thing, so I'm going to get it." Everyone, just calm down and wait. We're all in the same situation. We're all getting a little bit of sweeties. Just wait till the person is finished at that bit. They will move on. They're not going to get the whole thing of Jaffa's. Don't you worry because they're disgusting. It's a miracle <laughs> they're getting a couple. But they will move on and then you can also get the disgusting Jaffa's. So we went from there <laughs> to the movies, our other safe haven. We were the first people in the cinema, which is just the best feeling, isn't it? I really, I've only been to the cinema once where I was, me and my friend were the only people there. I want to do it again sometime. Fun. 
Yeah, it's really nice. It feels like they're just doing, putting on a show for you. <laughs> anyway, we went to see Hacksaw Ridge, right? And there were two older ladies. Actually, I no. lied then. Yes, you did lie. We that, weren't the first people to listen to they, they were just ahead of us. That's right. They were just ahead was of us. the other day? At Wild Twin Oceans, maybe. I think so. I don't know what my story was coming from, but there was a story there. Moving on. <laughs> there was a lady, right? And she was obviously old and she had problems. So she like, had a bad knee, fine. I think. Yeah. She was like walking up the steps and we always used to sit towards the back of the cinema. Why would you sit at the front when you're craning your neck? Middle's fine, but you can get away from everyone if you're at the back. Not like I'm behind me. No? Do you not? If I can help it, I like, I like being back. I asked you this question when I took you to gold class for your 21st, whatever birthday it was. It wasn't your 21st, was it? Whatever birthday I took you to gold class to see about time. And I said, would you prefer to sit at the back and have the distractions or at the front and have people behind you? And you sat at the front and that's why I got that bit. Now you're coming out and telling me you don't want people sitting behind you. Okay, A, my... Feelings might have changed over the years. And B, I was probably just trying to say what I thought you wanted. Why do you always <laughs> do that? Because I want to make you happy. I want to make you happy. That's why I just well, want to know we're, what you we're want. We're both in miserable then. Fine. Sounds good. Yeah, so old Bertha was walking up the stairs. Maybe it's not Bertha. How do you know? Oh, it could have been, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she was walking up the stairs and she was really slow and it was fine. We were waiting and being patient. She was complaining about the stairs. You chose to sit at the back of the cinema. How did you think you were going to get up there? Did you think that there was going to be an elevator in the cinema? One of those little side-on stair things to go up the staircase? They're pretty cool, aren't they? (laughs) No, yeah, that's right. She could have sat at the front or the middle. Didn't have to just go at the back. She was in the second back row. and we We were sitting just behind them, the very back row. And so we thought that was fine. You know, that happens. Just for context, here's what we've been through today. Fight for parking at the new shopping centre. Super, super busy. Everyone with a pram or a trolley trying to kill us. People getting mad at us and we're not getting out of the way. People being pushy. Guzman, which was amazing. But then the man with no thongs and a butt crack. And then the sweetie place. Tried to get some sweeties. Didn't work out. Then we got to the cinema. There were no seats to sit down. Finally got in there, right? This is everything we've been through today. As if the day couldn't have gotten any crazier. Bertha, sitting in front of us. Has a chock top. And as if that wasn't bad enough, she sticks her chock top upside down into her box of popcorn. Just let that sink in for a bit, okay? Upside down. At first, I was like, that's a very strange choice, okay? Your melted ice cream's going to go all through your popcorn. That's disgusting. It's going to get all creamy and gross and hot. Popcorn in an ice cream, that doesn't go well. Weird. But then she handed it to her friend and I was like, okay, that's your weird way of storing it, but that's fine, Bertha. You do that while you get your phone or whatever you're getting. You store it like that. And then she picks up the cone of the ice cream, turns it right side up and eats the popcorn that is stuck to the top of the ice cream. We'll just leave you with that mental image for a little bit. How crazy is this? She is nuts. She is nuts. And then she sticks it back in and does it again. She's double dipping. She's double... Well, it's her own popcorn. That's fine. But it's weird, right? And then her friend, Dorothy, 
does the same thing. They're both doing it. The two old ladies are just dunking their chop tops, scooping some ice, some popcorn that's sticking to the ice cream, and then eating it. Was that all the craze back in the 1940s? I do not understand this at all. You know the weird people who put like their Maltesers in their popcorn when it gets all melty and it's disgusting because it's like sweet and salty. I've never heard of that. You've either. never heard of it. It's a oh. thing. It's a thing. That's crazy. Right? It's super weird. I haven't even got over people who put um, soft drink in their ice creams, the spider No things. one likes a spider. You're it... all pretending you do. It doesn't taste good. <laughs> in all my years, Sinead, I've been to many a cinema screening in my time. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this bullshit before. I have never seen anyone eating the popcorn with their ice cream as like some kind of scoop thing. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. I like, just don't understand it. Look, you and I don't understand troc tops at the best of times in cinemas, right? Popcorns are great, though. Don't put them together. But then wouldn't the ice cream be, like, melting all through the popcorn? They need to have, like, hot liquid ice cream, like, through the delicious salty buttery popcorn? I really want some popcorn now. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they like that. I don't know. Also, it's not the sort of thing you do for a Hacksaw Ridge sort of movie, is it's it? It's not! It's this is like what you see when you go watch like Anchorman or some bullshit like that, you know? <laughs> it's a very serious movie. Can we talk about what they did at the end though? The end of the movie? Yes, yes. So the movie is based on a true story and it kind of like has the movie and then at the end there's some interviews with the people that the story's based on, right? And there's some like lovely shots with captions that say this is this person at this age or who this person is. They were reading out the subtitles and everything to each other. The movie's not over. This is as part of much part of the movie as the whole other bit was. The lights aren't up. That's your permission to start talking. It's really annoying because it was the end of the film and we're like getting the like the resolution of the story. The final coda bit. Yeah, this is oh, this is what's happened to them after this the story in the war and stuff. And they're talking over it. And so and they're right in front of us, so we have to hear what they're saying. And so the whole ending is ruined. Bertha, Dorothy, if you're listening, you ruined our movie by your selves. So happily, the movie was pretty good. That was a good ending to the day. Thankfully. Yes. Although, again, jump scares. Two there, jump scares. There are a few jump scares for Sine, which she's not a big fan of. That's not a statement. <laughs> I hate being scared. <laughs> uh, so the movie is... Stars Andrew Garfield and it's directed by Mel Gibson, as we said. It's based off the true life story of Desmond Das. Sorry, <laughs> dogs. Yeah. Um, he is in World War Two, and he was a medic. Uh, he was a medic in the war, but before that, he was very religious. And according to his religion, he couldn't take up arms or kill anybody, which, as you might expect, is a bit hard to do that in the war. However, he stuck to his guns and went as a medic and never took a gun, never shot anybody. Mm. But he was able to save lots of people's lives. At first, everyone thought he was a coward, that sort of thing. But then, as they went on, he um, at Haxall Ridge and during the battle, he really saved the day. It was super interesting. And the thing that they said about the film is that the real Desmond Doss wanted to tell the story. He just wanted to tell it truthfully. I think that they've tried to tell the story a few times, but there were some worries that they were going to um, you know, Hollywood it a bit, um, and the the family um, were a bit un- unsure about it. But this one was had their blessing, and it was told quite truthfully. Mm. It's shot. Um, you said it was shot in Australia. Yeah, 
So it's got a lot of really great Australian actors. It's got mm-hmm. um, Rachel Griffiths and Hugo Weaving. Um, Ryan Core pops up. Ryan Core. I picked him. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa Palmer is the love interest. Yeah, she was really, really great. And Sam Worthington. Uh, Sam. Is Sam Worthington a good actor? He's really shit at accents, isn't he? You know, Isn't he? Yeah. Is he a good actor? Though? He's a good actor. I think he's a good actor. He's just the accent falls a bit yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Oh well. So it's not set in Australia. It's no it's set during World War Two. Set II. during the war. Yeah, fighting the Japanese. You know who's a really great actor? Who? Ben Spawn. He is. He plays a sergeant, mm. and why has he wasted his life doing these shitty comedies? He's yeah. actually really great. He he brought some comedy into the film, but yeah. he did the serious stuff well. But I wouldn't say he's a comedic character. No. He's... It was oh, it was so good. I wonder how many of those actors who, who find themselves doing all those comedies, like the Matthew McConaughey sort of thing, mm. are actually hiding behind awesome acting chops. Not that it's easy to do those comedy films, but no. it's not exactly the same as doing you know these sort of films, Oscar-winning sort of films. Yeah. They were all amazing. Everything was amazing about this film. Andrew Garfield, I really like him. Me too. I've liked him since The Social Network, and I, yeah, I love him as Spider-Man. Yeah. But it's, it's good to see him doing some other stuff too. I agree. He, he brings a lot of like, you know, he, he, the sensitivity of the guy. Like I think in some people's hands, maybe the the character could have been a bit whiny or a bit preachy and sort of thing. Mm. But he was just an honest guy, just doing what he thought was right. Maybe you know? a bit naive, but he got that youthfulness. You know, sort yeah. of this is just what he wanted to do and what he believed in and didn't really understand it. I thought it was so interesting that throughout the film, lots of people said that murder doesn't count when it's in war. Yeah, it's a different sort of thing. Yeah, I wonder what um, God thinks about that. Yeah. You know? It's interesting. It's It just looks awful, doesn't it? War. It just looks horrible. It's it's something I don't think I could, could do. No. Uh, have you ever thought about that? What if, like, a war started tomorrow? Would you sign up? God, no. No. I couldn't. But then I guess when you're driven to those circumstances, you don't know what you could do. Because mm. I, I, don't, I don't think I could be a soldier. On the front lines, but maybe I could do something in a war effort. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, we never get to get to de- that stage. Yeah, make that decision. But yeah. um, unfortunately, in wars, though, it's the people who are. It's people like Desmond Doss who end up dying, mm. not the people who make the decisions. Hey. Yeah. Up top, usually. Say what you want about Mel Gibson, but he's a bloody good director, isn't he? He really is. He gets it, doesn't he? He really. He can make a movie. Yeah, he really captured the like horrors of war and the bloody brutality really well though interestingly i wasn't really squeamish about a lot of that stuff i think because i've seen the opening of saving Private ryan yeah you said desensitized yeah that nothing really happens like that but it was very realistic you know the way that people are just mowed down all the soldiers are mowed down in the first two seconds of being there and um accidents that happen on there as as you mentioned when we left the film though there were some actually interesting bits in terms of the war choreography. Yeah, and yeah. Some camera work bits were nice. like Some some really nice tracking shots and pullbacks when the choreography was happening, I thought was through the trenches, mm. like parallel to the fighting was really, really nice. Sort of, you know, sometimes you think that you've seen everything you can in those sort of things. Yeah, but we have, that was something different. That was a bit so different to what we've really, really cool. seen. He's obviously, he was in the one of the best war films ever, Glibly, back yeah. in the day. Have you seen that? Um, I think I've seen like half of it. I don't remember it, to be honest. It's a very good film. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of war movies because they're intense and you have to 
be in a certain mood to watch them. But yep. See, I love this movie, but I don't know that I could watch it again. I, I kind of feel the same. I don't think I'd what I'd get out of it again. I loved it when it was happening, but... And, yeah, maybe if we were more inclined to be interested in the military and stuff, we might. Maybe. It's a great movie, and I was, you know, totally engaged with it, and... I wouldn't be surprised if we get some award nominations. No, it probably deserves some. But yeah. the bits with the rope, how he'd get the men down, like, by yeah. himself, single-handedly, yeah. and everyone sort of just left him. They didn't leave him. You know, there were reasons why they couldn't go back up, I guess, but mm. there's these very courageous people who are very exceptional, and I think... This man was one of them. 100%. And this story kind of highlighted that. It's funny that even in a war scenario, not everyone who's a hero has to be out there killing people and mm. stuff, you know. I wonder how that can be applied to other situations where seemingly the opposite of what you should be doing is actually the right thing to be doing. Yeah, The, the honourable thing. Yeah, I wish Andrew Garth was in more stuff, hey. He's just, just a tremendous actor. He's really, really great. Do you know he was in Doctor Who back in the day? Was he? He was in an episode of Doctor Who, yeah. Don't know if we watched that one together, though. It was David Tennant back in the day. Yeah. Hmm. No, every time I watch a, a war film, I'm I'm so glad that, that it's not part of our lives, hmm. that hopefully it's not something that's going to happen to us. Yeah. Interesting thing about this, too, is because it's set in the Second World War, there's sort of things that left over from the First World War, like Hugo Weaving's character, who plays Desmond's dad, was in the war and has very strong feelings about what happened then and obviously has a lot of PTSD and yeah. issues and he's an alcoholic. Um, it wasn't treated back then usually. No. And it's just interesting, you know, seeing that relationship too, like the after effects of it. And this war, he was a hero and everything, but I kept thinking about, well, is he going to end up just like his dad though after I'm... seeing all of these horrors, you know? Yeah. I think... I've seen quotes about this before. It's that everyone who's been in the war doesn't want to have another war. Yeah. You know, the people who are often calling for it aren't the ones who are going to be on the front lines or have ever been on the front lines. Yeah. You know, it's sad how we pay for wars and freedom and peace and those sort of things with young boys' lives usually. Mm. Very sad. I don't really understand what was... What do you gain by killing people who have nothing to do with the thing? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they had nothing to do with yeah. any of the stuff that happened, but yep. anyway. Something I thought was interesting was they're fighting the um, Japanese, right? Imagine being a Japanese actor and auditioning for this movie, knowing you're mm. going to be the bad guy, like the villain who's going to end up killing all these people or whatever. Kind of strange, like, especially in this kind of nationalistic thing where you're representing your entire race at that time. I wonder how, yeah, how European actors feel like playing Nazis and stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. It's not very often that the American has to play the bad guy, hey? Yeah. You notice that in, like, in, like Star Wars, how all the young heroes are, are usually American mm. and the old bad guys are British. The British, yeah, all <laughs> the time. That's very, very common over lots of different films. Yeah. Because America's the best and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually watching the film kind of put our whole day in perspective. We, we we struggled through a shopping centre, but it wasn't quite as bad as Axel Ridge. Definitely. Although, who eats their chalk tops like that? Look, it's a good point. It was pretty it's bad. It's all relative. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a great movie. I'd probably give it I'd probably give it maybe three and a half or four out of five. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. But I don't think I'd need to watch it again. Yeah. So that, that's 
interesting. I think mainly it. because it's so heavy. Like mm. it's it's a war movie, and you're not going to grab a war movie out to watch every weekend. No, you're not going to get your friends around come watch this. No, this one. Hey? But I think it's. But it's, it should still be seen, probably. Hey? Yeah, I think so. definitely see it. It's really great, and if you like Mel Gibson's directing, if you like war mil- war movies, if you like living a free life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was really interesting. Okay, everybody. Thank you for listening once again. If you've liked this one, why not tell your friends? It's true. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a star rating. Rank us out of Sam's. (laughs) (laughs) Or send us an email and we can arrange some sort of thing. What thing are we arranging? I don't know. Just like a present. (laughs) A present for ourselves? Well, no, no, to them for listening to us. We're not, no, we're okay. not giving people presents. Okay, no, I'm doing that. I want a present. Well, okay. Send me a present. Okay. What do you want? Um, hmm. A million dollars. Done. Cool. Thank you. Thank Listen. you, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 